Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Show Studios Fashion Radio, the podcast and video series exploring the remarkable relationship between fashion and music. Every week, I'll be joined by fashion's biggest names and the talent of tomorrow as they share their 10 life-defining tunes and the stories behind them. I'm your host, DJ Fat Tony, and today's guest is a proud South Londoner whose innovative menswear has propelled her to becoming one of fashion's most exciting emerging names. Making history in 2021 as the first black recipient of the prestigious Andam Fashion Award, her incredible label is an exploration of her British Jamaican heritage. It's Bianca Saunders. Hey, welcome to Show Studio Fashion Radio. I'm DJ Fat Tony. And today, 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 I was joined by, I'm excited about this one because I wear her clothes. So it's a big thing for me, the incredible Bianca Saunders. Thank you for having me. Oh, babe, seriously, it's so, it's a real honour. You know, as I say, you were probably, for me, one of the most exciting finds of the last two years, fashion-wise. It's mm. like, I get excited every season when you bring clothes out. And it's like, there's a, there's a couple of designers, you know, I, I'm a big Kim Jones fan. And I, so I always have been from his early days, but right the way up, that I collect clothes. Yeah. And I wear clothes and I I, 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 I see the beauty in, in fashion, the wearable side of it, you know. Uh, and you're one of those people that I wear on a daily basis, which is great. Thank you. And I definitely try to make it like, as soon as it's on the runway, it has to be in the store. Like exactly how it is. And I'm enjoying wearing my own clothes as well too at the moment. They're wearable. Literally, I, the amount of attention I can get from wearing like, I, I've got this incredible denim two-piece. And the jacket's like a real 70s mm. cut with a big collar. Yeah. And it's faded. Yeah. So, and, you know, I'm a big fan of double denim at the moment. And like, I wear it. And every time I wear it, people ask me where I got it from. I Straight think... away. Always. But you definitely got to send me some pictures. I will do. Yeah. Okay, I've got your CV in front of me. And I call it a CV because that's what uh, Show Studio do. They, they, they print out these uh, information sheets. And it's Bianca Saunders is an award-winning London-based menswear designer who takes inspiration from her British Jamaican background. It's so funny. It's like every time someone describes me, I'm like, oh, well, that's, that is me. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, when people meet me, like, oh, yeah, I'm just a, I've got a fashion brand. And they're like, wow, you really downplay the whole, the whole thing. Um, but I appreciate the introductions. Why do you Why do you feel that you downplay it? Do you think you don't down? You just don't make a big thing of it because it's what you do, and they think you downplay it. Yeah, I think I don't make a big thing of of it because I'm always like oh, always thinking about the next thing, and then I'm always like because um, I'm always doing so many different things at the same time. Yeah, that it's like I can't not miss what's happening around me but I'm like okay next show it needs to make it better or this needs to be like that and then I, and then I actually reflect on it sometimes usually towards the end of the year when like they're all like the war shows come around and that's yeah. like 
the other day I was nominated for. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. And I was I screamed when they read out your name because I really wanted you to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Quite, there was quite a few screams for yeah. Bianca. Did you know this? I was like, who are these people? Did you know, or, you know we're in the, we I, were at the Albert Hall, by the way, for people yeah. that are listening at the British Fashion Awards, and Bianca was nominated. And there was an awful lot of Biancas being mm. screamed out. Yeah, no, definitely. But it was it's just like, because... Um, I was like, oh, wow, I actually am an independent brand. And then even be nominated in that category because some, some of the other designers have probably been around for like eight or ten yeah, years. Yeah, they have, yeah. So it was just like that nomination alone just blew my mind. And I, it really made me reflect on this journey about like how far I've come. And then just being able to achieve my dream in luxury fashion is like beyond me because then there's other people that are looking at my journey and probably like oh they would like to do it so and next year you'll be up for designer of the year probably at this rate I I, I hope so I always wanted to be Bianca by Bianca Saunders like appear on the screen somewhere so when it comes to like my craft or design I'm such a nerd about it I'm like okay no it needs to look like this or it needs to mm. or I'm trying to get into each of the categories like in terms of like perfecting like the tailoring and that sort of stuff making sure that the casual wear is making sense or like mm. I haven't even done like footwear properly yet so it was like people want me to rush into do women's wear yeah but, but um I like the fact that women could just go to that section and just buy it and still look it's for it. everyone yeah. I, don't, I, I wouldn't say your clothes were feminine yeah I don't I, I don't look at them and think oh I can't wear that because that's a bit feminine I look at them and I just think oh I love the style of that and you know as I say I've got some like a, a, a green tracksuit of yours as well with the like with the big pockets and yeah. you know it's it's such a comfortable, I feel, you know, I don't feel like it's, I'm wearing something feminine in any mm. way, shape or form. I think it, 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 it's for everyone. Yeah. And that's, that's the sign of a good designer. Do you know what I mean? I don't think you need you. to branch into women's wear. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just more like a brand, especially for next year. It's just like, I just want everyone to just come and wear it and feel like they, like it's a part of their wardrobe. They feel like it, it, it belongs to them. Cause sometimes you can wear clothes and it can feel like you're, someone else if that yeah. makes sense yeah yeah of course that's fashion though yeah. isn't it right and I just think you know you're a self-proclaimed gender bender on here yeah like, you know which I love that word that people used to go oh my god he's a gender bender back in the day in the yeah. 80s when people kind of wore just wore outrageous clothes it wasn't even about wearing women's clothes it was about wearing what you wanted to wear and had a look it was mm. about the look yeah and that and that was a term that the press used for, for the likes of boy george and all of us that were dressing up like that so i i kind of love the way that you've re-owned that that word gender mm. vendor because that's what it is you know people love to call it fluid you know gender yeah. fluid blah blah call it what you will yeah but when you I, I think that when you see an item of beauty it doesn't matter if it's for a man or for a woman it's how you wear it right yeah no definitely I think it is definitely how you wear it I especially like with my clothes because there's like not one way of putting things like in the beginning I had these trousers of course like the reverse jeans like has the buckle at the back you put it at the front and I was like uh, that's how it goes but in, in the end I love it when people tag me on Instagram and they wear it in a way that is exactly how I've styled like it was amazing styled, yeah, right yeah yeah. yeah. but because then that inspires me even more like how how the clothes have its like versatility you know how it can kind of grow into something else also people see your dream right there's yeah. people actually like getting it people when they they wear it how you you created it mm. they're actually getting it yeah which is brilliant yeah. when someone gets you 
It's you true. Got to you. It's just that feeling of like, oh, wow, they get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, instead of like going, oh, my gosh, she's crazy. But like we, we go through life with everyone. If we're a little bit out there or we do something differently, that makes us crazy because people don't understand it and they fear it. Mm. But when someone actually gets you, they're your people, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so when you design something, it must be amazing to see someone wearing it right. Oh, definitely. I love the Instagram tag. So guys, please keep tagging me. Yeah, I, I, do, I, I do hear everything. <laughs> okay, so the first track is this track from your tri- your childhood that influenced your personal style. Yeah, so I picked uh, Khalees Good Stuff. So Khalees for me, I, I don't know, I literally, I, I'm so obsessed with all her like throwback pictures because she was just so individual. She mm-hmm. had like massive like big hair and at the time like, everyone had like straight hair. And well, when I do not have braids, I love wearing my hair out and she just picked things that weren't necessarily, it seemed like she actually chose her own clothes and chose people around her and had individual style and individual sound and it was she was groundbreaking yeah yeah, literally groundbreaking like in terms of like actually having her own personal style as an artist Um, and I just love the music video as well too which helps but it's it's such a like chilled feel good track as well People will say it's actually really bad because I just listen to my likes on Spotify, which is like probably like over a thousand selected songs and I don't have playlists. I have like some that I've created like for certain collections or like definitely a couple of seasons ago. I was like, yeah, I just want to listen to samples of every single song that I love in hip hop and the original version of it because it always sounds, it makes you love it even more. Of course. Yeah. You know, going back and looking at where it came from because, mm. you know, most, nearly every track that's produced today has a sample of oh, something yeah. from, and, and the, the sad thing is people don't take the time to go and research where that sample came from. Yeah. They're like, they hear the original and they go, oh, this is from that Beyonce track. And you're yeah. like, nah, it's the other yeah, way around, no, baby. Around, yeah. But nowadays the samples that they sample songs for aren't as good they're no, like because they're like oh, they will happen like five years ago and they'll sample it and it's like we really know this song you need to give it a bit of time yeah like, it's not a classic yeah it needs to like have like I don't know at but, least 10 years in between when yeah, you sample a song I agree 100% and some tracks shouldn't be sampled some tracks should just be left leave the magic where it is yeah do you know what I mean definitely. stop trying to sc- scrape a little bit off mm. yourself right track from a film well, that's important to you. Which is like, what track, have, what what film have you watched and, and just fell in love with the soundtrack? So, gosh, I, I've watched this recently. It's called Triangle Sadness. Every time I explain to people what the film is about, they're like, that sounds like a really <laughs> sad film, but it's a very like cult sort of film, um, basically based around people, like rich people, and they get shipwrecked on a boat and then it ends up like changing dynamic. But like how they created the playlist together is really much... I don't know, it makes you really think, have time to think about each section of what they were trying to tell you. So I picked Egyptian fantasy, which is like something I've added to my playlist recently. And then like one of my classic ones were from the film Belly, which is Bam Bam. Yeah. Um, which is like definitely like a classic dance or like soundtrack, yeah, like yeah. sound system anthem when you think of Carnival. It's always like when the, I guess the protagonist of the film like walks out and it makes a big impact. So um, those are my two two favourites. I like those choices because, yeah, again, they're not the, they're not the normal choices. You know, they kind of like we've had a few choices that have popped up a couple of times from really like sort of like obvious films, and you know, the fact that your triangle of sadness. 
isn't an obvious choice. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to check it out as well. I'm going to watch it. I think you would like it. I was sitting in the cinema and I was sitting there for like five minutes. I'm like, like, what just happened? Because <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was like, and then I need, like, I need to watch this again. <laughs> I know. I love it when yeah. you leave, leave the cinema and you just think, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. What the fuck happened? But it has that magic to it where you're like, drawn into it and thinking about it for the next two days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Job, that's a job well done. Yeah, no, definitely it's true. What do you listen to day to day? So definitely a mixture of like like 90s hip hop. Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of like most deaf. Um, it's like something that I really like connect with quite a lot. Um, and then then in the studio, just to keep the, the pace up, I listen to a lot of Afro beats. Yeah. I can't listen to too much dancing music because it's a little bit too explicit for the daytime. So it's more like my own personal thing. But when I like, for example, when I have like a birthday party, because I love throwing house parties. Yeah. Um, I'm turning 30 next year, so I probably wouldn't have a house party. But um, I always get my friends to DJ like um, dance or like bashment music. Um, but I don't actually listen to it that often in my own um, playlist. It's more one of those things that just, it just reminds me of growing up and like being around people and just people having a people just knowing automatically this is time to dance the last show like the exit song was encore yeah which is like would you say that's disco yeah it's disco yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah. yeah and then like we actually use like majority of the soundtrack was like um a mixture of like sound like dancehall sounds but not necessarily dancehall sounds so like basically i was thinking about well when it was creating music with um, Benny, I was like to him... I love Ben, yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. He's so great. he was just like, to, I was like to him, think of like what would Grace Jones listen to in her kitchen? Because like she's like the ultimate... Yeah, of course. Disco, she was at all the parties and all the, all the things. And she also keeps it very real. I've never met her before, but I've... Oh, have you seen, never met Grace? No, I've just watched well, her many videos because I admire... She, what she, uh, she is... Um, a very, very, the first time you meet her, you're very, very scared. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of anticipation yeah. that goes with it. She will give you the look yeah. when she's ready to talk to you. Yeah. And then once you get engaged with her, she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. But, you know, it's a real, there's a real power mm. within her. You know, there's this real, like, wow, yeah. you're in the presence of Grace Jones. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But when you overcome that, she just becomes, like, she'll be like, pass me the cigarettes, darling. You're like, get me another drink. And it's just yeah. like, you're just like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you don't mind getting her another drink. Yeah. Anyone else, you'll be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. But with Grace, it's like, yeah, I'll give you another, like, you know, yeah. it's just this energy. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's, Yo, it's Grace Jones. Yeah. You know, do you definitely. know what I mean? And because she's Jamaican as well too. Of I was course. like, And then sometimes I've seen interviews where she's like spoken a bit of Patois or things like that. So it's just like, I was, uh, well, that was the, that was the brief for the last show. Like, okay, what would she be listening to her kitchen? So like, it might have a, a, some sort of like Caribbean sound to it, yeah. but it's like disco 80s music. And like, I was thinking about like, like, of course, it's a bit different era, but Nights Over G Egypt, Ugh. like that core of like beautiful sounds, like a sound that takes you through like, a, I don't know, eight different sections. Because mm -hmm. that's what music was like before. It was like eight minute songs. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. 12 minutes, 12 not minute eight minutes. Songs. It's incredible. Yeah. And Nights Over Egypt is, is, is like, put your camel to bed. It's like one yeah. of the best, most classic lines ever. Yeah. Nights Over Egypt, yeah. put your camel to bed. It's like, yeah. I always say, put your, I don't know if it is, put your camel to bed, yeah. but I'm sure it is. But it's just like such one of those, it makes your hair stand on end mm. track. Yeah. And I just, the, that whole, what you just said about the, 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 
what Grace Jones would play in a kitchen is such a vision It's in itself. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And the thought set of it is endless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, I'd love to hear, listen to what he came up with. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. What do you listen to when you're working so, in the studio? You kind of touched on it, but... So, yeah, I guess it is a, is a mixture of, at the moment, a lot of Beyonce, which I think... The whole world's listening to a lot of yeah. Beyonce at the moment, yeah. But I think the, the, the guys are like, okay, oh, gosh, not... Well, they won't admit it, but they were telling the other guys, like, oh, we listened to quite a lot, but it's Alien Superstar was, like, on my top ten. Because it was just like, you know, you just need to feel like... I don't know, that person. like Yeah, like, 100%. You know I'm in charge and like... You need to feel like Beyonce, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I, love the, I love the whole album. Do you have a lot of gays working in your office? Yeah. I, <laughs> my team, they're all obsessed. They're all obsessed by Beyonce. Yeah, they, it sounds like you've got quite a, no, quite, but, my, quite a lot of my people in your office. Yeah, it's quite it's quite mixed, but I feel like they like a lot of musicals. I'm not... A huge, Do they? Yeah, I'm like, they, the music, music that they like is the music that I definitely listen to. So they're, I think they've become quite well acquainted with like my sort of sound. Are you, um, when you're in, in the studio, do you take control of the, of the music? Are you like, no, I don't want to listen to this. I want you to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think, I, think <laughs> I love that. A lot of the time, because they don't know what kind of music I like, they're like, okay, they'll put something on and we listen to it for like a week and I'm like, guys, we need to switch it up. And they'll be like, okay, put something random on like Sophia Spexter or like Murder and <laughs> Or like, like top 10, oh like, like top pop, top of the pops hits or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, sometimes you need like, um, I wouldn't say palette cleanser, but something to sort of switch up the sound. And the other day, my mum came, in, came into the studio and was listening to like, Latin like X music like Romina <laughs> and things like that. She was like, "What is what is this?" Because <laughs> it was like no one was talking. Like judging you. Yeah. What is this? No one was talking. Everyone was just working hard, and like this music is just like playing. <laughs> that is like more like. Dark. Did you did you change the music? No, because I was I was enjoying having the free thought of something different. <laughs> I love the fact yeah. that your mom comes in and says, "What is this?" Yeah, no, she was like, she was she was telling my sister about. It. She's like, "Yeah, I came in then and I was playing this really weird music." <laughs> Genius. Yeah. So, what do you listen to when you're creating? Like, like when you're to get your creative juices flowing. You know, you got a show coming up at the end of January. You're mm. you're at, at a studio and you're thinking, okay, what you know, what gets your 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 mojo going? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I think it's definitely like the one track I would like always go back to when I'm like, hey, thinking about the show, thinking about show music is like um, Umi Says by Most Def. And it's got like this really nice magical start in the beginning, a lot of like bass in the middle. And then it's quite like singy, songy a little bit, but it's a track that takes you through your journey in terms of the instruments. But then it also has this like sort of like very simple verses in it. Um, but I, I think... To me, I feel like it's quite an eclectic sound mm-hmm. in terms of like how the build of the track is. But I think I do listen to a lot of the the build of the beats more than the actual. So you're feeling a baseline. Yeah. You know what it does is, do you play music loud? I used to, but not anymore because of like, yeah. When I'm when I'm by myself, I I I will will do. But yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. so much going on in the studio. Yeah, no. But I think it's more important when we're by ourselves that we play loud music because that's how we feel. Yeah. You know, we want to feel the emotion of that song. We want to feel that bass line. Yeah. There's no point in having a bass line that's you want boom, boom, boom. You know, you want it to go through you. Yeah. Kind of. You know, if you were to go to a dance hall, right? You wouldn't. You you wouldn't be background noise. Oh, no, you would loud, feel yeah. those speakers. You would feel those stacks, right? Yeah. That's the beauty of it. And like when you're creating a, a collection or to go on a catwalk, the music needs to be loud on that catwalk. People oh, need yeah. to feel the music to go with the sh- with the collection. Yeah, you know, it needs to be an experience. Mm. And I think like when we're alone, we have those experiences. Yeah, you know, I uh, that's the only time my neighbours complain is when I'm at home. They think I'm having a party, but I'm actually in the house on my own. Yeah, having a moment. Yeah, you know. No, I had an interview one time, and they was like, "Oh, I think it was it was an interview for GQ," and they was like, "Oh, the music in there was really loud, and everyone looked really tired." I was like, "Oh my gosh, I should turn on the music." <laughs> <'Cause> yeah. <laughs> That's GQ, come yeah, on. Everyone's like, all that tired. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, it was it was show season. <laughs> now I was like, um, there's not the guys having to be forced to listen to what I'm listening to. But I, I keep it at like a, a good time because I, my studio is just one space. So I was like, I, I hate when I'm talking and then everyone can hear what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I, like, I want the music just to kind of like fill the space a bit more. Um, and then we've got some good speakers now, so it's working. You well. know, it's really important. Always have good speakers. Yeah. Never listen to music. It's like it's like making a, designing a collection and having it really madly made on a really bad sewing machine. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm. You know, music needs to be on a, a quality system. Yeah. You need to hear every instrument. That's you true. know, just so that you can feel every instrument. Mm. You know, it's the same with fashion. You know, if it, you could come up with the best collection in the world, but if you have it manufactured really cheaply, it's, it's, there's no point to it. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? No, definitely. I, I, I totally agree. I was like, it makes such a difference to a space as well too and, what oh. you, and how you remember things. Um, I remember the first time when I went to Paris. Yeah. Um, and it was... Oh gosh, it was like, I think it was, it was Virgil's like first show. And then like, yeah, um, I, was it, that. Yeah, I went to his art of height. And it was like such a magical moment in terms of like what the, the kind of music that was being played. Um, yeah, I DJed with Virgil loads of times. And because there was one time when me and him were both doing British Vogue yeah. and he wanted to do back to back. And I was like, no, I don't do back to back with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and he was standing there with his stick. And I was like, he was like, come on, bro. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Sorry. 
pissed off. And I remember walking yeah. out of DJ Box thinking, he's so pushy. Yeah. Like that. And I remember saying it to Edward the next day. He was like, oh, that's Virgil. Come on, you should have let him do it. And I was like, no. no. Still refused to do it. <laughs> and it was the running joke every time I said Virgil, don't worry, I haven't got my sticks. Yeah. It's like you always said the same thing. Don't worry, I haven't got my stick. And I'd be like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those requests, you know. I, I, no, no, I think that's a good memory, though. Oh, yeah, of course. No, it is. It is. You know, Virgil's amazing. Who out of all the other menswear designers, who's your favorite? Oh, gosh. I know it's a hard question, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Right now, I, who's your favorite? Because um, it's okay to have lots of favorites. I, I have I have I have like a I don't know. I feel like it it kind of like it goes and flows, like it changes. And so many people I admire what they're doing. Um I would say Craig Green, like definitely like inspired me of in course. terms of like doing doing menswear. Like yeah. the time when I was studying. Um, he was just doing something that would make people feel feel something and also changing how menswear looked mm-hmm. and like okay this is not just classic menswear he's actually bringing new shapes and actually bringing art yeah. to it and very creative and, and brought such a, 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 a it was really refreshing mm. Those, they, you know what he brings to the table each time is always you think okay can't top that and he always tops it oh yeah definitely what song represents your st- the sound of your studio right now like you know represents you if you were to put one track down said okay this is the sound of Bianca Saunders oh gosh so when I was thinking about this question I was like hey guys like because everything just left my head um I was like um there's this Daniel Caesar song called Collide mm. um so it's like an R&B song but it's also like um a sort of reggae song but like quite modernized and then anything that was on is on Beyonce's Renaissance right now <laughs> <laughs> it represents like in terms of like okay let's let's um kill the silence right yeah, now yeah, and yeah. make it like more of a vibe um so I always want to just try keep it like a good atmosphere um and I have such a good team it's a really small team so I was like I always want to how many you got in there what can you about so I have five interns and then three full-time people uh-huh yeah that's, so that's, yeah, so about eight. Yeah, that's a party. Yeah, it's a party. That's actually, definitely a party. A party. Yeah. That's we, enough for a party. Yeah, no, it's true. Christmas, our Christmas party then this week, hopefully. So it's going to be a renaissance on loud. Oh, we're going to karaoke at the Saraband. So, oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So that'll be fun. You know they're all going to do. You're all going to do Beyonce, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, Destiny's Child. They said they weren't really up for doing. Um, karaoke but I feel like it's the vibe that it will change Babe, yeah, you know, so they say that now and the amount of my, they're doing it my friends say oh we're going to do karaoke my birthday I'm like oh it's not my style I just, I'm first on the mic yeah. and I'm always <laughs> choose out the five songs yeah. and I put them in and then they're like next up is Tony again mm. I'm like oh now you go this oh right, I'll do it mm. and then I'm off do you yeah. know what I mean I, I, I can't sing Seriously, I don't drink. Yeah. Or you give me a microphone and I'm off and running. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone always pretends it's not. I, I don't really do karaoke. Until they're at karaoke. Yeah, no, it's true. They, I think it's like, well, like, okay, so everything's serious. And then like once the, because it has to be fun. It's oh, got to be 100%. Party, good, so. 100%. Okay, right. Best, most important song you've heard in a catwalk show. This is always a really good question. I love this question probably out of all of them because... Mm. This is where music and fashion really collide mm. and they really come together. And if people get it right, 
you leave that show thinking, wow, that was the most incredible show I've ever been to. Yeah. Do you go, I mean, does they get it wrong? You think the clothes were great, but the music let it down. Yeah. So that lets the show down. Yeah. So it's always a really good question to ask. And I like your answer. So I thought of Celine, um, mm. so Phoebe Fowler was doing it in 2018. And um, it was just like women in like these big sort of like, um, coats and like very like free flowing like drape mm. um, and it kind of gave this like rich woman that she was she like was blasting hip hop music which was like um, Mary J Blige um, and it just it I don't know every time I watch that show it just it just it just reminds me that you can be yourself and still have this the same sort of mix of like the music doesn't necessarily have to be like fashion music to kind no, of create an impact of like being fashion Um so I, mean, I love that show. I wasn't uh, there. I wish I was. Uh, but. Phoebe, Phoebe, let, let's talk about Phoebe yeah. while we're on this subject. Oh, you brought it up. Yeah. Another strong, incredible woman of fashion and design. You know, she, everyone's waiting for this Phoebe collection to come out, her own collection again. And it's been waiting, you know, it's meant to happen last year and hopefully it might happen in 2023. Yeah. Let's hope so. Because she is another force to be reckoned with. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Seriously. I, yeah, no, I, I like everything that she's done in fashion. I, well, I aspire to have that same sort of impact. And then you you also put here the uh, Matthew Williams for Givenchy. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I was thinking about that because I was like, oh, because at the time I was like, I was very interested in mix of like a lot of dancehall was, was, was in there. I think it's something that made me think about it in terms of like the music. And it's very kind of, like, it had a very rocky vibe to it. It was mm. quite like rebellious in terms of the music playlist. Um, but yeah, no, definitely that was something that I thought about for this year. Okay, and uh, I mean, for me, both of those shows were incredible and the music for both of those shows was outstanding. And if you haven't seen them, then you can see both of them on YouTube. You can actually go to YouTube or online and watch them because you'll be blown away by it too. Um, best music video in terms of fashion? Um, so I said Solange don't touch my hair so I think it was just <laughs> I like <love> that. <laughs> I just at the time and even like now actually I felt a lot of people were still influenced by that music video and it actually changed a lot of people's style in terms of like how they thought about themselves and like the, the mixture of like um, things that are very simple but also like in I don't know. It was. It was just. I was like. I feel like I was like. I, I wish I was the costume designer of this because it's like you know you feel like you you wish you was a part of a, yeah, a, a moment that kind of changed exactly. Um, I guess her career as well. Too, it really it, was it, the game changer yeah. for her, and you know, and and you know that video in itself was just such a powerful statement. Mm. The way she looked and the way it yeah. came across, and as you just said, the costume designer for yeah. this because they were costumed. It yeah. was like. It was like. It was. The best couture, over-the-top couture. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. And, like, even taking inspiration from, like, certain, like, painters to, like, mm. actually influence it into the the, um, the video, I thought that was quite powerful as well, too. I love that choice. And I love the fact that, you you know, it's Solange, you know, because a lot of people don't just don't give her the credit that she deserves either. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay, a song from a musician you'd wish to work with, Dead or Alive. Um, so I thought of Michael Jackson and my favourite song is The Lady in My Life. Uh-huh. Um, I just love the beat of the song. I think it's just so like, it's just, oh, I actually want to see that live in or orchestra. I think that would be amazing to see, like, um, to hear. I worked exactly. with Michael Jackson. Or was that I like? worked with him. I think I did about 
five jobs with him and all. Oh, really? I did like his after show parties. I did two private parties for him. I DJed for him, yeah. Uh, what was it like? It was like um, working for Michael Jackson. Yeah. It was one of those, you know, it was like... <laughs> He came in, the, the after show party, he came yeah. for five minutes, yeah. shook hands and left, which was fine. I didn't really get to meet him. I met him at backstage at Wembley and he had a silver cloak on, like a hot, like a lycra silver, which had a hood on it and a cloak and he was painted silver. Yeah. And that's how I remember him. I went up to him and I was like, hi, how are you doing? He was like, oh, you're doing the music for us after. So I was like, yeah. And that was kind of my Michael Jackson moment. But he was like, I remember he had this like thick silver skin. Yeah. Like an alien. Yeah. How you would <laughs> expect Michael Jackson to be. Yeah. Like this alien figure. And uh, the people that were looking after him were all friends of mine, uh, which is how I got the job, really. Mm. You know, uh, I could say, oh, he chose me because I was the best at the time, but I probably was the best at the time yeah. anyway. But, you know, it was very, it was one of those weird moments that you kind of walked away thinking, what the fuck was that about? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then the next time I met him, he didn't have silver skin and he was dancing. at their, They had a small party at the hotel mm. and uh, it, was at, it was at the Hilton. And I remember uh, playing in this room and there was about 30 people and him dancing, and then he just disappeared after like twenty minutes, gone. And they <laughs> then suddenly they all left. Everyone left after like tw half an hour. They all like went. It was like they were there. Michael came in, yeah, 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 and he left. And then the party that was it. They came and said thank you. I was like, oh right, oh. okay, bye then. <laughs> okay, coming to the end now of your of your track list, which is a track that represents how you feel about life right now. So I've picked the streets. It has it come to this. So it's like a real like garage track, but like it kind of like reminds me of like a radio recording. Yeah. But I just like the fact that it's like it reminds me just fast paced London because I'm I'm from London and like it, I don't know, it just gives me such a nostalgic vibe. I love the streets. Yeah, no, definitely. I was like, it just it, that is my palate cleanser. I was like, hey, when I'm I'm tired of listening to everything else, I'm like, okay, let's put the streets on or like and then it will just go into all these other like garage garage songs, like early two thousands and like mid two thousand garage songs. Have you ever met Mike Skinner the, 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 from the streets? No, I've seen him DJ. I've been to a couple of clubs that he's DJ. He's that such as well. a nice yeah. guy. Yeah. Honestly, I was DJing at some fashion thing. Yeah. And I'd fancied him mm. since the early days of the streets. I used to think, oh, I like him. He's a bit of a chav. Yeah. Can't really fancy <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. He's got that like thing about him. So that was kind of then. And then this little bald guy comes up to me and puts his hand out. Yeah. And shakes my hand. And I know a clock who it is. And I'm like, oh, hi, you all right? Shakes yeah. his hand. He went, I just want to tell you you're a legend and walked off. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like Mike's going to just come up and told me I'm a legend. No, because you are. <laughs> and I was just like, but you know, I was, you know, yeah. it's one of those men. And I was like, yeah, and I remember the next day saying it to someone, and they were like, "Oh, he's my best friend. I'm going to tell him you're like." And he messaged me saying, "I just wanted to shake your hand because I think you're a fucking legend." And yeah. I was like, "Oh, thank you so much." I'm going. I, he was like, "I'm going out tomorrow night." I was like, "Okay, where are you going?" He's like, "I'm going to see Shaga." I was like, "Who?" And he was like, "I'm going to see Shaga." I was like, "Why wasn't I invited?" He said, "Because you don't even know who she is." And I was like, "I'm oh, fair enough. I'll get your point." And uh, let's of course Google it. Yeah. Incre what an incredible, incredible. It's quite euphoric. It's like very like, I don't know how to describe, what would you, I don't know how to type of music, but I just love it because it's like fun. You know, and yeah. you, you hit the nail on the head and she's very eclectic. It's got like that R&B, it's got vibes of everything mixed in it. Mm. And and she looks incredible. Yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely incredible. She did the Fashion Awards as well the other yeah. night, which was like mind-blowing. I had to tell her on the red carpet how much we loved her. 
No. And my boyfriend was like, you chose, you stole my moment. I was like, no, make it all about me. I love you. Yeah. I only known her for three days. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But literally, it's one of those moments. <laughs> literally, I've only been aware of you for three days, but I yeah. love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that is me as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how long I've known you. Yeah. I, as soon as I meet someone or I, I, I see something, that's it. It's in me. I don't, it's like we been, went to school mm. together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, Stabby was like, you stole my moment. I was like, yeah, well, there you go. That's my shy girl moment. Yeah. I loved your list, your track listings. It was it was so good. And, you know, as I said at the beginning of this, I was really excited to have you on here because for me, there's a real, real, real magic happening in, 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 in London fashion right yeah. now. There's some real young creatives, some real new energy. That's exciting. Mm. Do you get what I mean? We can all do, yeah, we all love the big names and all of that stuff, but there's so much excitement coming through that's being embraced at last. Because, you know, they've always had excitement, but it never gets embraced. Yeah. And you're bringing it, bitch. You're yeah. bringing it to the table. <laughs> Thank you. Thank there's you. so many of you right now that are on different levels, uh, are doing different things, but bringing it. Mm. And that's that's some magic. That's, that's, that's so good to feel and see. Yeah, thank you. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate this interview as well too. It's been like amazing talking to you and like all the stories that you have. I was like, okay, after this, I need to hear some more. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime, we go for coffee. Yeah. Uh, But seriously, thank you so much. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for being you. If you, none of you have seen what Bianca looks like. I've been sitting opposite the most prettiest girl all afternoon. Uh, And I just want to thank you for coming along. May you reign. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.